All right. Before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. All of the lights. What's up, guys? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, and we're kicking off episode two today. I was just telling Michelle how much I like doing this. Podcasting can be fun. Which is a good thing, considering we've now pretty much committed to doing this every week, so I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. Fantastic. <laughs> I know. So we have like a whole Instagram page. We have a whole Twitter page. Our podcast is on Spotify. We have an email address, we and have, people email us. We have an email address. There are ways to reach us. We have... What else do we do? We don't have much else. I think that's it. We have content. We just started doing content, like curated content. We're trying to take this seriously, guys. And we're trying to get on Apple Podcasts. So And Kate likes it, which is really all that matters. Yeah. She's having fun. At the end of the day, I'm having a real fun time. So thanks. <laughs> thanks for letting us thanks have fun real. in your ears. So what have we done since we since last week when our last episode dropped on Friday? We, um, we, we jumped up and down a lot. In a good way, in excitement. Yeah, because the episode went live. Exactly. And then we had a really rough weekend. Not we. One of us had a really, really rough weekend. A really shitty weekend of I thought you were going to glaze over it. No, I'm trying to nip it in the bud immediately so nobody gives me shit about it except Mm -hmm. you. I'm going to be the first one to say it. <laughs> it's gonna pain you to say it and it's you can't nip it in the butt because it's gonna come up the entire okay. episode it's actually probably just gonna come up forever because that's how i am <laughs> till this time next year and we mm-hmm. do it again exactly okay the sad news is i lost to michelle really badly in fantasy football and i i will say if i can preface that you can't because you already said it we both ahead. had a very <laughs> We both had a very good week in fantasy football. You had a particularly good week, and I don't know if I understand why, but I'm going to open my fantasy app right now. Well, I mean, the thing that's fun about this, well, first of all, yes, I kicked your ass. 70, here's a fun fact, and I don't really like numbers, but 71% of you all out there voted based on the lineups that Kate posted that Kate was going to win. Y'all were wrong, and you had no faith in me, and that makes me sad. I would like to thank you all for your blind faith. (laughs) Blind faith in Kate. Y'all were wrong. In my lineup. I appreciate you all. I'm looking back right now to our week three matchup. We both had an excellent, excellent week. Dare we break it down for everyone? I mean, we can talk about it because we should and because it makes me feel great because I won. (gasps) Holy shit. What? Taylor Lewin just liked my photo on Instagram. No. I can't even make that up. No, no, he didn't. I'm sorry. We have to stop the podcast for a second. <laughs> no. I am not Let me kidding. See my heart almost just jumped out oh. of my throat. Dreams do come true. Wait, is this the first time he's ever liked yes. any of your things? Yes. I've tagged and I know him. you've tagged him a million I've, times I've tagged plus. him uh, perhaps 10 million times on Instagram. How did this happen? You really are like an influencer. How did you do this? I don't know. We, we have 100 followers. We're not I, influencers. Well... Okay, but he and only one other person liked it. So 
Can you screenshot it? Just Kate's screenshot having it. a fucking breakdown. There's oh, a breakdown happening. Oh my god. Okay. Well, this will go up immediately on socials. On it's a Tuesday. This will go up on Tuesday night. So, um, okay. I. <laughs> I'm all sorts of turned around wow. right now. Wow. Number one Titans fan. Here she is. Like her dreams are all coming true right in front of our eyes. Okay. I'm not even kidding. I'm my hands You're are shaking. shaking. So wow. <sighs> See, man, I don't even know what to say. That's impressive. I don't know. What were, what were we talking about? Oh, that I kicked your ass in fantasy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I did. <clears throat> I um, did. But you're right. We do play in a non-PPR league. Mm. So the fact that you scored 100 points and I scored 142. uh, Let me repeat that. You scored 100 and I scored 142. So I won significantly 42 points. Fine. It's cool. But those are huge scores, actually, in this league. Like You put up serious points with Deshaun Watson to start. Deshaun Watson was a beast. Actually, he started off really slow, and I kept looking at it. And I was like, uh, come on, sir. We need you to pick this up. And then all of a sudden, he went from, like, zero touchdowns to three. Yeah. So thank you for that. Three touchdowns. Yeah. I got Dalvin Cook got in the end zone. Uh, Michael Thomas got in the end zone. Oh, my God. In a late, you know, pickup last week, Marquez Marquez Valdez Scantling. God, his name is so hard to say. (laughs) Picked him up. It's got a nice ring to it, though. It does, if you say it. Marquez Valdez yeah, I like it. See, you you did it a little bit more eloquently than yeah. I did. He got in the end zone. <laughs> so, like, homegirl had a good week, and I feel great about it. I Tell s- everyone your severe fuck-up from last week, though. That I didn't put in Taylor Gabriel? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that's a fuck-up because he had 26 points. God damn it. He had three touchdowns. Every time I looked up on the screen... He was that man was in the end downing zone. Downing some touches. Every he was downing some touches. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Also, Rex Burkhead had a pretty good game too, which I keep putting my money on him for some reason. He t- keeps doing okay. He keeps doing all right. Twelve points. That's fine. That's, That's fine. fine. If I would have collectively put in a little bit better of a lineup, but as you said last week, no. You crystal still would have lost though. Here's the thing: even if you put in Taylor Gabriel and he, you know. Had yeah. all those touchdowns. You still would have lost, but still. Yeah. Valiant effort. Thank you. I'm very happy I won. I'm going to extend my hand and shake yours. Yes. Yes. That's great. Congratulations. Great. I promise I won't bring it up too often. It was a fair. My fingers are crossed when I say that because I will. I know you will. But, you know. A fair one fight. It was a good weekend. It Overall, was. it was a good weekend for football. Um, I think we're going to get into it a little later in the episode, but. Anything else that happened this weekend? You you got a house. That's yeah, exciting. I, I bought a house, so that's kind of fun. It doesn't have the internet yet, so like following along with my fantasy scores was very challenging. I could only do everything on the phone, so it's a lot of just refresh, refresh, what, and go into your phone and just praying that you have like notifications from Yahoo and NFL. Like, so shout out to whoever's gonna provide me internet really soon, <laughs> so I can actually watch football. Although my husband and I were talking about something really funny because. As we talked about last week, I take fantasy very seriously, and mm-hmm. I always lose. I am now 3-0 and in one of my leagues, yes. but I also haven't really been sitting down and watching the games. So I'm starting to feel like I should just not watch, and then my team wins. I mean, isn't that like superstition 101? It is, but like that's no fun to have a fantasy team and then not sit and watch the game. I know, but it's like kind of – it's it's a tough one because I feel the same way – just as a, with my allegiance to the Titans, if I don't watch the games, which I seriously try to avoid these days, 
everything goes a lot better. I literally came home late Sunday night and I was so excited because I was like, oh, we can watch the last quarter of the Monday night football game. And I had like, oh, no, sorry, the Sunday night football game. Mm -hmm. And I had Baker Mayfield playing. I was like, cool, I can watch a little bit of it. Yeah. He literally got sacked every minute that I watched the game. I know. That's kind of how it goes. I... It's just the way superstition works. I guess I'm just going to have to like drink pumpkin beers and not watch football yeah, all fall. I know. If well, I want like a perfect season. Well, hey, like we were saying before we turned the mics on, we're going to have to go to catch a couple games this season. It's true. Maybe it's better if sports. I just go watch one game at a time as opposed to being my psychotic self watching every game. Red zone. On red zone. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's just not good for my health. Yeah. We're going to have to get out of the house, let football play on. Maybe our teams will do better without us glued to the tv all day sunday all day monday and thursday night so it is a big it is that is a lot of your time i know that's maybe big. i need to just give up a few a few hours of watching in hopes that my fantasy team will go still to a do baseball well. game we'll go to a mets game go to a Yankees we're never game. gonna go to a mets game i mean sorry actually i shouldn't be such a hater like i'm from new york i just prefer the yankees to the mets but let's I, anyone want to sponsor us and get us out to the yankee uh playoff games that would be great so you could put you should put in the wink there again <laughs> I think uh, also we should do an episode on different different stadiums and who has the best food. Ooh. Because City Field has... Amazing food. I mean, the Mets must be the most well-fed team in New York. Fact. And so are their fans. But don't, you know what? Their fans need it because they usually don't win. But they're actually doing well. So, okay, it's fine. But you're right. I'm not going to turn down a sports outing with... Uh, food tasting okay well we'll have to resolve to go to some games over the next couple weeks take a step away from our fantasy lineups which by the way the, the other thing I was hoping to say about fantasy is that despite you beating me we both moved up in our league in terms of rank. that's true that's true all ships rise or something like that right well you were 12 I was 10 last week okay where am I now I don't even know you're eight Okay. And I'm nine. Okay, look at us go. And my, I had a dead last horrible draft pick. What are you? So. You're one and two and I'm one and two? Yeah. Okay, and you've got some pretty good points for... Yeah, look, it's early. It's early. It's early. I just feel so great that I got this win out of the way early. And for the next however many weeks, I can just keep talking about it. Listen, I am so ready to get out of this intro. I can't <laughs> even tell you, so... Should we go to the huddle? I think we should go to the huddle. Okay, so Michelle, we start every week's episode by doing a huddle, and in our weekly huddle, we run through all the headlines we can possibly fit into 60 seconds, right? Correct. So we're giving our listeners, for the most part, the biggest headlines of the week, and also the, the smaller but important headlines of the week. So that they don't have to sort through their one billion notifications from ESPN, right? There, there are just too many notifications out there. Because everyone knows there are too many notifications from ESPN in a good way. I wish we you could see keep up. the number Kate wrote down here because I think it's in the trillions. She might be um, right, though. Let me see if I can just figure this it out. It depends on how many things you sign up for, but that looks like close to 8 trillion notifications. Yeah, maybe? 8 trillion. Yeah. We're going to make that a lot more simple for you. Yeah, we're going to give you probably like 10 or 15. As many as we can read right now. Okay, we've got 60 seconds on the clock. I'm starting my timer in three, two, one. Take a Michelle. 
Saquon Barkley is in a boot, but hopefully we'll come back for the playoffs. Sorry, Giants fans. Uh, he'll be out four to eight weeks. Mm. Antonio Brown, released from the Patriots, has been chirping Big Ben, Robert Kraft, and now is saying he's going back to school at CMU and never coming back to the NFL again. Head scratch. Uh, Megan Rapino is being recruited by Barcelona? Question mark. She also won Best FIFA Women's Player Award. Get it, girl. Savage Eagles fans got unlike Al Galore trending. More on that later. Rondé Barber had his number retired for the Bucks. Congratulations. Federer and Zverev win as Europe retains the Laver Cup in Geneva. I'm so glad you got that one and I didn't because I can't pronounce any of that stuff. <laughs> Lionel Messi was taken off at halftime after receiving treatment on his groin during Barcelona's 2-1 to victory on Tuesday, saying it was just a precaution. Wow, that's it already? We talk too slow. Oh, shit. We really need to get better We at need this. to do this faster. We have more headlines. You know, it's fine. You know what? We're, we'll, 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 we have two more. Okay. Well, maybe next... No. Next time we have to talk faster. We have You're two right. more headlines. Right. I think Sorry, we guys. Just, we give too much commentary. Yeah. Okay, one more. Two more. Okay. The Milwaukee Bucks have been fined $50,000 for violating league rules. They're just trying to get the Greek freak back. <laughs> and work has begun on a $1.3 billion arena for the New York Islanders hockey team in Belmont Park. We'll talk faster next time. We'll talk faster next time. Usually we don't have that problem. <laughs> like, uh, usually that's not a problem it, for me at all. We were really dragging our feet on that one. I think I was... So there are a couple names up here that I kind of needed to sound out in my head without <laughs> saying it out loud. So I think I was a little slower to get the um, the Zverev. I was nervous that was yeah, going well, to come to me. You didn't get that one, though. Yeah, but I was trying to count, and then you would be done with your line, and oh, then boy. I had to... Yeah, oh, I don't know. All right. Going forward, the huddle... We're literally just going to read them with no commentary because the rest of this podcast is commentary. Okay, we're sorry, guys, but I hope you enjoyed your 60 seconds of the weekly huddle. Break. Break. Okay, Michelle, we're going to go straight into the topics of the week because we have a ton to talk about. Lest we forget about the U.S. women's national team, I think we should start there. I mean, I think this segment should just be called Breaking Down the U.S. Women's National Team and Where Are They Now? Dig it. I have missed them a, a ton, personally, ever since the end of their world-winning season. The, 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 the amount of you know, excitement that they generated like everywhere. You're right. You do. You like generally miss them. It's like watching the games be like, just you do, you miss them. Yeah. I mean, I saw them all for my first time too, outside of a TV screen when they did their parade down Broadway in Manhattan. I literally stumbled through that and I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. It was so cool. And they're all sort of iconic. Like there's Megan Rapinoe, Alex Morgan, We've got Carly Lloyd, who's been in the game forever. She's just the most OG. So I miss them on my feeds and in my life every day on our TV screens. Because they're so epic. I really went hard on, like, following all of them after the fact, just because I was, like, so intrigued by them as people, not just, obviously, them, you know, on the field. Um, They're just, I mean, they're incredible. Like you said, you you named a few already. Allie Krieger, Ashlyn Harris, Kelly O'Hara. Yeah. they, They just, yeah, they were... Um, just such a Crystal Dunn I'm tripping over all their names but it's just like 
you they became like an enigma in like the most amazing yeah. way. Like you wanted to watch every single game, see what was going to happen. And then I literally wanted to go see like, well, what else are they doing? What yeah. else are they up to? Yeah. Well, for those of you who don't watch soccer and to be honest with you, I don't watch a ton of soccer, but I do know one thing about them. And that is they're one of the most winning teams of all time. Hands down. Yep. And if I'm reading all this correctly, it looks like they've won four World Cup titles, four Olympic gold medals, eight gold cups. I mean, they're just the they're one of the best teams in the world of all time ever across right. any sport. And it's a re and that's like really actually like world winning. Yeah. Right? International winning like team. We, you know, World Cup, those kind of things. Like everybody talks you know, where we talk a lot about, about, you know, world champions in the sense of like the Super Bowl winner or the, you know, the, the, the Stanley Cup winner or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's just in the United States. Yes. Now, I understand there are international players that play in, in a lot of these leagues, but they don't actually go around the world and compete against other teams yeah. from other parts of the world. Whereas that's exactly what these women do. That's exactly what they do. And they kick ass and they take names and we're proud to have them as our... They definitely take names. That's my favorite part. They're amazing. They're amazing. And some of the best content actually coming off of their actual win was after the fact when they were doing their world tour sort of celebrating around the U.S., I wish I could go back to the days that they were posting like these drunken photos on their <laughs> yacht, just cruising around the New York I th- Harbor. And I think all of them were just like, we deserve this. And you know what? Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Deserve yes, this. you do. So popping bottles to them always. But we wanted to talk about them a little bit because they're so epic and really missing them a little bit, wondering where they are now and what they're up to. So we have some updates about a couple of the players, um, namely the captain uh, of four captains, Megan Rapino. She's probably gotten the most airtime of all of the players coming off of the World Cup. Seemingly. I mean, I feel like she went on a world tour playing in the World Cup and then that's just continued for her. And uh, I mean, we'll, you'll talk about it a little bit, but it's so it's so epic to watch them and hear what they stand for off the field Mm -hmm. there's so many people that have that kind of like spotlight and soapbox to stand on and they do not use it in the right ways yes um reference last episode when we talked about antonio brown yes these women are like epic on the field they leave it all out there and then you know what when they get off they shower up they get out there and they keep fighting the good fight on behalf of other female athletes other just athletes in general like that is a 24-7 full-time job that they're doing. Yes. They yes. never stop. 100%. When Magazine covers, clothing lines. Like, these women are doing everything. It's, yeah. It's admirable. Well, the spotlight doesn't come off them when they win a World Cup. So, no. I mean, I think Rapino is probably one of the better examples of it, at least this year. And like you said, she's she's doing everything. So she was just on the cover of InStyle and Marie Claire, which is pretty incredible. And she she's also been winning awards left and right coming off of the World Cup win. So she herself won the Women's Best Player of the Year for the FIFA Football Awards last night, I think, I in think Milan. Was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, between... We're not joking. This has been a real world tour. Yeah, she... I mean, they're just everywhere. It's hard to keep up. And she won that award alongside Lionel Messi. So, best in the world type stuff. Just uh, the best. 
we can't forget Alex Morgan, too, who was also at the award ceremony. And Alex Morgan came in a close second for Women's Player of the Year. But so I mean, how congratulations is that? to both yeah, of them. They're teammates, and they're like, well, it's amazing. Well, there are two of our four captains from know, this year. But it's incredible. Like, how cool is that? Like, to, to have that, that much talent yeah. in yeah. one place at one time. And then, like you were saying earlier, I mean, if you haven't had a chance to watch Megan Rapino speak, foremost please watch the video of her at city hall in new york after they had their parade celebrating them coming off their world cup victory i mean i cried tears at my desk in my office (laughs) tears were rolling down my face watching this online but she's an excellent speaker you have to see at least her speak there and then coming off of the awards last night she had a pretty excellent quote she said, if everybody was as outraged about homophobia as the LGBTQ players, if everybody was as outraged about the lack of equal pay and investment in the women's game other than just women, that would be the most inspiring to me. And she, you know, she beats that drum all the time in such an intellectual way. There's certainly sometimes where it's in a more aggressive way, but you have to be it's i don't know she just she literally wears her heart on her sleeve every everything she's doing is really just fully out there and yeah. i mean that's you know uh, um, uh that's not an easy task and she just she doesn't just pra- she practices what she preaches she 100%. doesn't just preach it so i think the best example of that is even in just the last week or so maybe the last couple days or so barcelona's team was saying that they would love to take her as an option on their team in Europe. So breaking all sorts of boundaries between men, women, gay, straight, international, national, what have you. She's just truly the best. Love checking in on Rapino, And I'm sure we'll have more updates from her very soon because we just frankly can't keep up with her. There's always there's always an update. And like on she you gotta go check out some of the magazine shoots that she had. She's super like stylish and trendy and yeah. fun. And you just honestly, I feel like she's probably like everybody's best friend. Yeah. I'm, and I love that. I bet you she shoots it super straight. Of like, course she does. No bullshit with her. You know what I mean? Like I just it's it's really, really it's epic to kind of watch, like I said, what has happened, you know, obviously during the, the mm-hmm. World Cup, but then after and a lot of times what ends up happening after one of those big events, you know, World Cup every four years, like people get like super into it and then they kind of forget about soccer it's mm-hmm. like you forget it even happened um 100 but you know megan and the rest of the women on the team are still out there like talking about it celebrating it talking about all these other things yeah it, it wasn't just a lightning in a bottle moment it's it's as you said like literally one of the best franchises ever mm-hmm. and they just they they keep on trucking yeah and it's amazing for sure well make sure to follow rapino yourself she's just absolutely amazing and i'm looking back at her in style cover with her is it her girlfriend or her wife sue bird her partner sue bird who also is incredibly badass and plays in the wnba yeah it's just it's just really it the whole thing is amazing to see as uh former female athletes i would not say that i'm really out there on the circuit anymore but you know i had some but not many female athletes that I felt like I could really look up to. That was like Cheryl Swoops days mm-hmm. and Cynthia Cooper days because yeah. I was a basketballer. And yeah. I mean, I'm not saying there were no there were no women to look up to, but like, I mean, well, the think f- about the young generation that has these women to look up to. Like, I'm 
it's amazing for them. Totally. I, I remember the days of, I mean, not too long ago, but Abby Wambach and just... Oh, that, my God, yep. That's like one of the first women that we started to grasp onto, at least for soccer, that I can speak to. Mia Hamm in the soccer world. Mia like, Hamm. Oh, my God, Mia Hamm. So, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm definitely not saying that there was nobody for us to look up to when we were younger. But, like, I mean, look, the world has changed so much. Yeah. And these women are, like, out there and in your face and outspoken and, you know, fighting the good fight. And it's just like, man, if I was, like, 12 again and out there on the soccer field... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I would be even. I would just be an animal out there and feel so empowered and feel so excited that there's women out there that are succeeding at such a high, high level. Yeah. Well, it's not just Rapino. We have two other little spotlights. One of whom is Julie Ertz. So her husband is Zach Ertz tight end on the Philadelphia Eagles, if you are not familiar with him. There's a lot of football talk in, in that house. Yes. Uh, <laughs> football, soccer. Football. It's all, there's a lot of talk in that football, house. Football, football. <laughs> see what I did there? I do see what you did there. <laughs> um, Julie is a midfielder or a defender for the ladies team, and she's just generally extremely badass. If you watch any of the clips of her playing, like, oh my God, there's even... I. I, I can't play soccer for shit um, and I want to jump out there and like get on the field with her because she's so badass. But she was also named at the FIFA Football Awards the other night. She was named FIFA Pro Women's World Best 11. So she was named to like the world's best team. Oh, that's night. cool. Yeah. Isn't that so what, cool? Wait, so what do they do? They pick 11 different players. Oh, I think that's what they do. Very cool. Yeah, I think I like they, they make a a best like a dream lineup. team yeah exactly right. yeah exactly a world dream, dream team. team yeah okay. so I'm into that. she i mean i'm sure it was like 95 percent u.s <laughs> it was like hey let's just recreate this whole team <laughs> yeah exactly we were looking at it so um she was just named so congrats to julie and then last but not least which is actually a great segue from julie ertz but carly lloyd who has been around for I mean, at least like three World Cups. I think this is her 12th year or something wow. like that. I hope I'm not making that up, but I'm pretty sure she's like the one of the more OG players on the team. Um, the reason I thought of her is because of Julie Ertz and her husband, Zach, being on the Eagles. Carly just just recently kicked a 55-yard field goal at Lincoln Financial. I mean, for the record, there are people that play in the NFL that can't hit a 55-yard field goal. I mean, flashback to the Giants-Bucks game this weekend I'm where just, maybe <laughs> they, they should blew sign the her. game from like 30 yards. I mean, just shanking a kick. So She's an Olympian. She's a gold medalist. She's won the World Cup. It's just like may, maybe <laughs> there's rumors that she may retire. She may not retire. Like if I'm her, I'm like, oh, what football team needs a kicker? Because I'll just go do that. Add that to my list of credentials. I would lose my mind if we could get Lloyd jerseys. Right. Eagle jerseys that have Carly Lloyd on the back. I would lose my mind. 55 yards is no short feat. I know. She's an absolute badass. So that's our mini roundup of the U.S. Women's National Team. Um, There are tons of other updates. We'll give you an update later in the year. Maybe we'll do a throwback to Mia Hamm and some of the old icons of the day and see where they're at because I would be curious. Girl power. Yes, girl power is right. Thanks, ladies. Play, 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 play
topic two this week that we're going to dig into a little deeper is uh, a look back on the MLB season. It's not over yet, but we're, we're close. Yay. And a look forward to the postseason and maybe some World Series speculation. I'm so excited for the World Series. It takes so long every year to get through the whole season, and we are finally here. 162 and games. I'm so ready for the World Series. 162 games. Imagine. No, I, I can't. I don't know how they do it. They're a bunch of bionic robot men. <laughs> Thank you, Bionic Robot Men. Thank you for your entertainment 362 days out of the year. Exactly. So let's talk about a couple of things. One, where we're currently at in the standings. There's a handful of teams that have already clinched. There's some teams that are going to be going into that wild card, which we will define what the wild card is because it hasn't been around for that many years. Yes. It typically stresses me out because the Yankees are in the wild card. Yes. Thankfully, we don't have to worry about that this Mm. year. Yep, yep, yep. We'll talk about magic number. What that means. I love a magic number. Gotta love defining terms. <laughs> Made up terms. Like magic number. Like this just. Okay. We're going to talk about it though. Great. And then we're also going to just throw out a couple of things of uh, some of the key milestones. And who hit them already this year. And who has very few days left to actually get to those milestones. So first and foremost. Let's run through who's already clinched. Okay. And when we say clinched. We're talking about. There are two. There's the AL and the NL. Correct. The American League and the National League. Correct. Two different leagues. Leagues. And then within those leagues, there's three divisions, right? East, West, Central. Okay. Now we're on the same page. Got it. All right. So we've got a handful of teams that have already clinched, which is super exciting. First and foremost, our New York Yankees. Oh, yeah. Put in in big cheering sounds there (laughs) because, you know, we're super stoked. (laughs) So that's the AL East. In the AL West, the Houston Astros have already clinched their division. Okay. In the NL East, the Atlanta Braves have clinched their division. Wow, that's exciting. Cheers to the Braves. When's the last time the Braves were good? They've they're, they've been pretty good for the last few years, I think. I really don't keep up, but I feel like when I was a kid, like... Oh, yeah. Like 10. Chipper Jones days? Yeah, they were... Well, I don't know if I was 10 when Chipper Jones was around. You were probably not even born. Were you born? Let's not I'm not even going to say the other names that I want to say right now because you definitely weren't born. So we're just going to say the Atla- congrats to the Atlanta Braves. We know you were good when Kate was a baby. And now you're good again when she's sort of a, a grown up. <laughs> nice rhyme. Thank you. Uh, we've also got the um, Dodgers. Okay. From Los Angeles. Wonderful. They have clinched the National League. West and there's a lot of speculation a lot of people think that it might be a New York LA World Series in which case like I would be very stoked that would be incredible because the Dodgers are originally from Brooklyn so who doesn't like a New York New York it's great great East Coast West Coast battle yeah. my sister moved to LA so like I'm just gonna go hang out with her and go to the game there oh, there's plenty I, of fun things for us to do it's gonna be great weather in LA it's a really great excuse to go see the uh, I like this all around. Same. All around going really well for all of these teams. Agreed. Congratulations to the Yanks, the Astros, the Braves, to the Dodgers. Wow. wow. You nailed that. You remembered all of them. Thank you. I appreciate you listening to me. This brain, though. So that being said, those four teams have clinched their divisions, which means you'll definitely be seeing them in the playoffs. Okay. And I'm the playoffs ch- will be starting, I believe they actually kick off, like, ne- ne- is next week October 1st? Next week is October 1st, wow. yes. Okay, where's the time gone? I Baseball. know. Baseball playoffs will officially start next week. Okay, and we're still waiting right now for the AL Central and the NL Central. 
the in the AL Central, the Twins have a magic number of three. Should we define what magic number? Yeah, means? we should. We should. should. We? I, I should lo- never cut you off like that. It's fine. We, sh- we. I love defining these things because, like I said, they're very. They can be very arbitrary. Yeah. Tell us what magic number is. Be- so magic number, by definition, in baseball terms, is used to determine how close a team is to making the playoffs or winning their division. Okay. Now, now here, now I'm going to throw some math and science on you because apparently that's how they figure this out. Oh boy! They don't okay. just like you know they don't just like pick a number arbitrarily. I'm the more te- of like an arts girl, but sure, throw math and science. Same, my but way. that's why we're just going to read this so it's very clear because <laughs> I am not good at math at all. Like <laughs> one plus one is two. That's as far as I go. But a team's magic number represents the combination of wins needed by that particular team and losses by its closest competitor to clinch that given goal. Okay. So you can't necessarily reach your magic number on your own. It also depends on other things that are happening in the league. Oh, okay. So it's not like, it's not like the twins are winning three game or four games. Let's say they're four games up right now from Cleveland. Right. So they don't just have to win four games. Correct. Cleveland needs to lose some games too. Ah, okay. So the magic number is influenced by the number of wins that the Twins need, but also the number of losses that Cleveland needs. Exactly. Or or could have. And what used to happen, like, I mean, not used to. I just remember it clearly as a, as a Yankee fan. Like the end of the season, the Yankees and Red Sox would always be playing each other in like a race for the playoffs. Yeah. And there's there's some interesting additional math that goes into this that when those two teams play each other head to head, if you win or lose, you either go up a game or down a game mm. in your magic number. If you weren't going head to head, there's like a half game thing that kind of happens. That's why sometimes teams are like two and a half games back. You're like, "Well, what the hell is a half a game?" You can't, there is no half game. Okay, so it really is math and it, it fractions. Really, it's really math and fractions, which, like, honestly, my head hurts already, so I'm going to stop talking about it. That's the lesson on magic number. That's oh. how it relates to baseball. Thank you so much for that, Michelle. Anytime. And right now, you know, the twins are playing a little math game. Oh, okay. Well, that's wonderful. So we have we have magic numbers to look forward to for the twins. Yep. And we have magic numbers to look forward to for... That's it. The Cardinals? Or so- did... Did they clinch already? They already clinched. Oh, okay. So. Wonderful. All right. I had no idea that that was a thing. All right. Let me hit you with another one. Okay. How about the wild card? I do know what this is, but I, I would hate to spoil it for the listeners out there. It's not a joker, like in a deck of cards. Yeah. Okay. That I know. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I know what the wild card is, I think, but give it to me. I know. It's, 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 it's an interesting thing. I actually was scratching my head thinking about this the other day because I was curious how long it had been around. So basically, the wild card is a play-in game, which was added by the MLB in 2012. So it hasn't mm-hmm. been around for that long. Um, oh, no. Wow. It really hasn't. Yeah. Seven years. It's only been around for seven years. Maybe I do remember when they added the wild card in because everyone was up in arms about it. It was very, it was very stressful. Yeah. It's it, a one game playoff essentially to get into the playoffs. Yeah. So, okay. you know, it's like, it's like the shirt before the shirt. Mm, I see. Okay. So hence why I used to get very stressed out about the, the Yankees because they would have a great season and then they would lose to the Red Sox and then they would go to the wild card and it was like, it's just too stressful. Oh, okay. So, so a lot of people don't really love it. 
Yeah. I'm but it's still a thing, and it's been a thing since 2012. Okay. So there are a handful of teams, the Oakland Athletics, the Tampa Bay Rays, you got the, the Nationals in there, Milwaukee, the Cubs, even the Mets. Shout out to the other New York team. Even the Mets. Proud of you. Proud of you, Mets. They should have that as their team slogan. Even the Mets. Even the <laughs> sure they would love that uh but those teams are all in the uh you know in the running for the wild card and again oh. as as the math continues to play out you know two of those teams will face off in a one game playoff that's gotcha. it not like in the first round of the you know the division series where you got to win best out of five no 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 one game yes don't fuck it up or you're not going to the playoffs and so do you play that one game for the wild card spot do you play that within your league or do you play that within your division you play that within your league okay so then what ends up happening is you've got a team that won the east a team that won the central a team that won the west then you wonder well how do they play the playoffs you need a fourth team that's the wild card and here we go full circle with math again math you know math is a great thing can count to four over here so it's just the perfect amount of math for me so that's our look at the playoff picture uh definitely more on that once the uh the playoffs actually start and we'll know by next week so we'll have updates on next week's episode exactly and while we're talking about math and numbers i just want to hit you with a couple of interesting milestones you know who performed super well this year who actually has like like i said four or five games left to kind of hit some of those milestones we'll just we'll run through a few of those so yeah justin verlander 300 Ks this season and 3,000 in his career. He needs six strikeouts to hit that. Oh, shit. I mean, I don't know. If I'm playing against him, I almost just would let him strike me out. Uh, well, you would think that. But, but the, he's such a good dude. But the rivalry. I know. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. I of know that. Of course but. you wouldn't. I don't know. That makes me flashback to Music City Miracle. Would they just give him the yard? No. They just couldn't give us a... I get it. I know people won't actually do that, but like... My little tiny ring. My little tiny sappy side. It's very small. I know. Just, you know, I like those him. are some big numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's got six. He's got he's got six to go. Let's well, see, congratulations see to him happens. for putting I mean, up those numbers. He's still insane. Yeah. He's still insane. He's an, he's a legend. So let's see what else do we got here. Um, I actually learned an interesting kind of milestone to hit. I had never really heard of this one. It's a forty forty season. I don't. I I've heard of the forty forty club. I was gonna say that's a Jay Z lyric. It is. That is also a fact. Forty forty club. ESPN on the screen. But forty forty in baseball means forty home runs and forty stolen bases. Oh my god! My so like, whole life is a lie, right? My whole black album experience has been a lie. <laughs> wow. Jay Z did not hit forty home runs and not steal. He did not steal 40 bases. Oh, no wonder. Dirt off your shoulder. Also, perhaps stolen bases. Wow. Getting up. Maybe we should have gone into the... We should have researched this a little more. Oh, my God. Next time. Oh, yeah. Is everybody understanding what's happening here? There's When a music lo- meets sports. Yeah. When sports meets music. Well, that's... A, okay, I didn't know that 40-40 club was a thing. So, 40-40 season, 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases. Um, Jeez. So, not only can you, like, hit the ball a ton, but you're fast. Those, yeah. like, two things don't always necessarily or almost never go together i feel like yeah in baseball you're kind of one or the other is anyone doing it this season ronald acuna acuna ronald acuna god i hope i'm saying your name right sir junior <laughs> i'm sure he's Jer- listening. junior not senior yeah, yeah please yeah, apologize if, if you're out there ronald um <laughs> oh he's listening oh he's he, listening so the braves have nothing better to do than that no, yeah they're, they're not worrying about the playoffs <laughs> they're definitely listening to draft queens but <laughs> sir ronald we hope that you get there at age 21, he's the youngest player to accomplish this feat, and now he needs three more stolen bases for this season 
to get the fifth ever 40-40 season. Oh, that's So, like, epic. this isn't something that happens very frequently. That's epic. Good so, for him. Fingers <laughs> crossed for him. God, I wish I had done something <laughs> that good by 21. Oh, I was, there were other. I barely were, made it. There were some other 40s that I was handling <laughs> when I was 21. <laughs> you, could, could you consider exactly. an Edward Scissorhands a 40-40 uh, season? Yeah. 40 and 40. Yeah. One exactly. in each hand. So we've already done it yeah, by 21. Just, yeah, Sorry, well, guy. Yeah. Sorry, Acuna. We did that already. I was <laughs> 21 a long time ago. <laughs> I did that at like 19. This guy is nothing. And then last but not least, uh, Albert Pujols, who has been in the league forever. He's incredible. Um, he's trying to hit the 660 home run number. Earlier this year, he actually reached 2,000 uh, RBIs. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Amazing. That's incredible. Right? So that's, ab- that's absolutely amazing. And now he's actually at five. No, he's actually at 656 and needs four more homers to hit that 660 number. And that would put him up with the likes of Willie Mays, right? Tied fifth for most or no. Yeah. Tied with Willie Mays for the fifth most all time. That's really cool. And also I feel like Albert holes of all the people that we sort of have grown up with and seen them in the golden age of their careers he is up there like he is a household name it's hard to think about while we're living it that the, he'll be in the same realm as legends totally like willie mays like that's etched in granite willie mays so congratulations to albert Pujols. like that is that's incredible he's one of those guys like when i want when i went to the game whatever that was two weeks ago, you still want to cheer for him, even though he's playing against your team. Of course. You know, he comes up and you're like, yep, respect. He's one of those guys. Exactly. He's one of those guys. Four more, buddy. Get him out. Bang him out. Yeah. Um, We will definitely dig into some more baseball as we get into the postseason, but hopefully now you know what a magic number is and some of these teams have a few of those magic numbers to hit. Yeah. We'll be back to you with the wild cards next week. chatter back and forth from some of you on socials this is a good time i think to plug our socials so we are at the draft queens on instagram and at the underscore draft queens on twitter we have four followers on twitter so i mean instagram's the new twitter and we have over 100 followers on instagram so i feel okay about that yeah i guess if you're a twitter bird like you can find us on there we'll meet you on there at some point but find us on instagram and let us know what you think but Coming off of last week's episode, I know a lot of you were really enjoying Michelle's stardom zidum for our fantasy team. So we're going to give her, let her take it away with this segment. This is all you, Michelle. I am. You have to chime in. Nobody wants to hear me talk this whole time. You know I'm going to chime in okay, whether good. you want me to or not. <laughs> but this is your show. So I think we should do a stardom zidum weekly. I think we should. It Let's can't it. hurt. At least while the NFL season is going. Exactly. It can be a nice preview for people's weeks to just get their get their lineups in order. I know this comes out on a Friday, guys. So if there's a Thursday night game, just do your, just do your best. Do your best. And that's why you should maybe follow us on socials because we can give you those tips in real time. Yes. You can find us. There's on, always on things. There's always things. But on Fridays, we'll have a whole section for you with Stardom Sidum to revamp your lineup. So, Michelle, can you tell everyone who to start, who to sit, who is a bust this week, and who to stream? 
Ooh, look at this. Vocab. Look at those terms. I know, I'm learning. Dig it's it. Learning. Learning. All right, so let's run through a couple here. Uh, first and foremost, um, the Miami Dolphins are 0-3. They've looked horrific. They couldn't be more 0-3. They, exactly. They are the they are the most 0-3 that you could be. So I would say sit, stream, pick up, add, play. Basically anyone that plays Miami, and this week happens to be the Chargers. Yeah. You got Phillip Rivers? Play him. Uh, you got Austin Eckler? Definitely play him. Mm-hmm. You have anyone else on the Chargers? Just play them. Yeah. Just I, play them. Even, you know, Chargers kicker, D would anyone. be great. Pick everybody up. Pick everybody up. Pick everybody up. I like that. I like that logic. So I'm really just saying start anyone versus Miami. I would agree with that. And if I may say, I think that the Dolphins are even worse than the Browns were two or three years ago. So. Even worse. We'll go on 16. Ooh, heard it here first. I heard it here first. Heard I think we're first. all thinking it, but you heard it here first. Um, so anyone versus the Chargers, definitely. Pl- uh, sorry. Anyone versus Miami, play them this week. I will continue to sing that song if Miami continues to look as terrible. I can't wait. It's going to be a very predictable stardom set up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who else? Who else we got? All right. A couple things on the New York Giants front. So um, poor Saquon. Yeah, poor Saquon. Poor Saquon. Also poor probably a lot of people that drafted him is like their number one draft pick. Yeah. I don't know who that was in our league. I don't either, but there was a lot of, there's a lot. And I love him. Yeah. I'm not a big Giants fan, but I love him. I will. I would say the same. So yeah. I'm definitely bummed that he's out for four to eight weeks. Would, it's really tricky for fantasy owners because, well, he's pro- he was probably your number one pick if, yes. if you have him on your team. So you, you either are in a situation where you cannot drop him because some leagues have like a do not drop. So now you just have this roster spot of someone that's not playing. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're in a league where you can drop him, it's your it's Saquon. It's an impossible decision to make. So you don't know. If it is four weeks, then you know what? You take it on the chin. Maybe you pick up the backup, Wayne Gallman. I have no idea if he's going to be good or not. He's pretty young, but like he will get the majority of the carries for the Giants. Has he seen any balls yet? Because I think I just a nothing. few last week, based on, like after Saquon went out. So mm, Wayne hasn't Gallman. done a ton, you know. But again, we talked about this last week. You know that he's going to be super active because they don't have anyone else he has to be it could be a good pickup it looks it like could be he has 31 career no he has like one he has one touchdown this year yeah i guess right. it was last not game. terrible but you know it look it's a tricky situation with saquon if it's only four weeks that he's out you could pick up wayne or you could go pick someone else up and you just kind of got to eat it for four weeks and hope that you can get some points somewhere yeah and then he comes back after that the tricky thing is is like if it's eight weeks, now you're what? Now you're at almost like week 10? Yeah. That could really put a damper on your fantasy team. It it definitely could. And I think the other way to maybe spin this and to think about it, which is maybe promising for Giants fans, but coming off of Eli getting yanked yep. and putting in Daniel Jones. Who, who had a game. To, he had a game. He had, what, three touchdowns? Maybe go pick him up if he's available. Yeah, two touchdowns on the ground. Throwing for 336 yards. I mean excellent job and i think between maybe daniel jones and wayne gallman that there could be fire when you're putting out two rookies essentially there could be fire there you never know i'm gonna say a medium i'm gonna say like a a strong to medium start on those guys the giants still not looking super great but as you just said maybe some fresh meat out there some rookies some new legs some new arms maybe that helps fire them up a little bit yeah we talked about this last episode too but we're losing quarterbacks left and right also and 
If Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones is going to sling three touchdowns, go get him. He almost had 42 fantasy points last week. Damn, Daniel. That is what? Oh. <laughs> I didn't even mean it, but it happened. Oh my God. <laughs> You're so viral. Oh, I am viral. Yeah. I mean, he put up 42 points last week though. So that is incredible. Could be, could be flames from these two. All right. Keep an eye on those two. So another one for us to talk about. Killer Cam, Cam Newton is mm-hmm. out. Yeah. For the Panthers. Kyle Allen, the backup quarterback. I'm going to go sit him. I'm not going to say like, I don't think mm. that's going to bode well. I haven't watched much from the Panthers this season. I do know that their coaching staff is excellent. That being said, I would concur with you. Probably sit him for this week, but maybe keep an eye. That's where I'm at. Okay. That's where I'm at. I would agree with that. I think that's a good call. Uh, Another interesting one, Jimmy Graham. Man, Jimmy used to just be so great. So good. He just hasn't been. He's bounced teams around. He's battled injuries. I'm going to say drop him, sit him, whatever. Don't have him in your lineup. Did anyone take him? He like that's the thing. He he definitely went in leagues. Like people drafted him with potential upside, potential. Uh-huh. And now I'm starting to see, you know when you go on there and you drop and it tells you how many people in the league dropped him? Uh-huh. That number's pretty high. Okay. Well, now we know that's kind of a fall from grace. I'm sad to hear it. I'm going to say sit him. Uh I'm also going to say so I have Vernon Davis, who's the tight end for Washington. Uh, Washington looked awful. Uh, like, it was just picks on picks on picks. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vernon Davis also did something extremely ridiculous. And please go look at this on the internet because me explaining it won't really <laughs> help you. But you know, like, that epic move when it actually is epic when, like, uh, a running back or someone hurdles. Like, no, oh. like, hurdles over, like, jumps over a tackle. Oh, yeah. Mark, and it's like, yeah. oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. Vernon Davis jumped like five yards too early. So he basically just jumped up in the air in front of the player that was about to tackle him. He wasn't even near him. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of those old cartoons, the um, like the Bugs Bunny ones when they start running like and they're still running in the air and their legs are just going it's and they're not moving anywhere. What happened? He sort of jumped way too early. Uh, mm, not great for him. Also, Washington just didn't look that great. So I'm going to say sit Vernon Davis mm. on a tight end perspective. The one upside for Washington is there's some there's some rumor that um, Jordan Reed might come back who was their who was their number one. So maybe you go pick him up. I don't know if you need a tight end. Tight ends are pretty weak all around, I feel like, this year. I mean, that would mean picking up someone like Evan Ingram this week against the Redskins. If you're saying Washington is looking kind of like shit, too. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, yeah. All right. How about another stardom? I, I feel like I'm, be- I'm being stardoms. too negative. I'm being too negative. How about another stardom? Yes. Uh, Nicole Hardman. Yeah. I'm going to just never heard of him. Right. I never heard of him. That was a hard silence. I exactly. Don't know who that is. So he's got two touchdowns already this season in three games. Not bad. He also plays for KC, which is led by the almighty mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, I'm like, if I got Mahomes thrown to him, I'm in. I, if Patrick Mahomes is looking at you, I want you on my team and I want you playing. I mean, especially after the 93-yard or something touchdown he airmailed last week. He makes it look like it's like it's nothing. So easy. I mean, if there's any other spot that he can throw to on the field. He'll find it. Yeah. Get, He'll find get, it. Give Hardman the ball, I guess. Yeah. Pick him up. Play excellent. Him. Excellent. 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 Thank you for the pro tip. Anytime. And then, as we talked about last week, I love a good streaming D. Do you want to? How did how did your streaming D go last week? Aside from my 
loss. Oh, wow. We haven't brought that up again. Oh, shit. Aside from that, I did stream the Bucks D last week after we had that stardom cinema conversation. Exactly. Did well. Did better than, I will say, I dropped the Eagles D and I streamed the Bucks. Okay. And they did fairly well. I Fairly think well. Maybe like. Yeah tacked on 10 more points i'm with you i had them in my other league and they did fine they did fine they did fine so it was a good stream i think i would say that given the the number of shitty defenses that are out there this year i think it was a solid pickup i would maybe stream them again this week but um i got a better stream for you i was gonna say i need to know who to stream i got a better stream for you yeah the oakland raiders have the least amount of points scored of any team in the nfl right now okay so who are they playing this week, you may ask? Indy. They're playing the Colts. Go pick up the Colts. Stream the Colts, D. Oakland's having a tough time scoring. Wow. Like, very, like, very lo- like I think three, through three games, they only have got like 40-some-odd points scored yeah. for them. That's not great. And their offense looks decent. So just all around, I think probably the their offense is going to invigorate their defense, too, to play well, hopefully. And if the Raiders are struggling, then... Pick that's up, a nice lane, Michelle. Yeah, pick up that NDD. That's my that's my defensive stream for the week. Okay, I I also have one. Get on the get on there. Oh, who's yours? Tell me. I, I'm thinking, and I'm just gonna put this out into the world and see how it goes. But considering that the Bucks were a mediocre stream last week, I'm going to go ahead and infer that the Rams will do pretty well this week. Maybe who are the Rams playing? The Rams are playing the Bucks. Okay. I think the Bucks look mediocre. Okay. And I would stream Rams defense right. if you have the chance. There you go. There's some there's some uh some streamers. I think that's our first very first stardom sitem right. segment. I'm into it. Yeah. Okay, we'll do this every week, guys. All right, everyone. That's all we have for you today. Make sure you tune in every Friday morning for a fresh new weekly episode of Draft Queens. The freshest. And make sure to subscribe to our feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts so you can listen to us every Friday morning. She's dancing, if you couldn't tell. (laughs) And last but absolutely not least, definitely go follow us on Instagram at The Draft Queens or on Twitter at the underscore Draft Queens. We have tons of fun content on there for you. Yes, we do. Because we're funny and fun. Hope so. And even though you can't listen to our podcast every day, you can definitely see what we're up to. Yes, you can. So I think we know how we sign off of every episode. Tighten up, baby. Tighten up. <laughs>